Yeah, I mean, I've, you know, the last 10 games against them have not been good at all. Um, and so, you know, extra motivation, whatever you want to call it, it, you know, we're not taking these guys lightly because they've had our number. Uh, you know, I know we won the last one barely, um, but but they've come here. I know it's different teams, so it's, it's nothing like that. But, but you have to understand that this, this game – um, in this group, these two guys against each other, these two teams, uh, it's it's complete focus. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So, I, uh, he's Wolf, I'm Tunch, you're in the locker room. Uh, welcome to the locker room. And Wolf is uh, snoozing. Yeah, but uh, you know, you know what? I, I I'm gonna ask you a question. Does it make Do you I nervous? Do I have to wake up for it? Yeah, you have Roy to wake Orbison up. Roy Orbison has put me to sleep. Yeah. Do you um? Is it making you nervous that uh, Ben has not played well against the Jacksonville Jags? Well, it does give you pause for concern because you know as well as I do sometimes. There's just seems to be great matchups that occur, and you don't really understand the full ramification of why. Just why does that occur? Why does Jacksonville seem to present a problem for Ben over a lot of other teams right. and better teams? Yeah. Okay, but you can also point to it and say, well, it was the playoffs with you five interceptions, he, and it was, you know, he, it was this and that. But, you know, there's always – for instance, I, I always go back to – Whenever I went to Seattle and played the Seahawks, right. something bad, bad happened. happened. It was just one of those things that you start looking for it and it gets to be a bugaboo right, right. in your head. Yeah. So, And I don't think Roy Orbison is the, is the necessary antidote right. to that bugaboo in your head. Yeah, well, you know, when we, we uh, actually beat uh, uh, Seattle in 1984. Right. And uh, we 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 were celebrating. We celebrated because it was a relief. Yeah, you know, because it just seemed that 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 was one of the teams that just seemed to be where I personally seemed to have some struggles at times. I don't know why. Yeah. So therefore, you look at Ben and you say, ipso facto, yeah, you worry a little bit about it, but we have to exercise that bugaboo, and I can think of no better time and place than to do it this Sunday. Right, right. Yeah. And so uh, Mike Hilton practiced yesterday, and Chris Wormley uh, returned to practice You did not today. expound at all upon the Jacksonville bugaboo. Right. Do you understand? Yeah. This is critical. Yeah. Mojination is, is a big part of the game. Uh, okay. And you can't simply just bypass that and all say, right. all right, Ben is fine. Ben is fine. Over and done with. Yeah, but uh, the uh, the game here – Right was uh, a, a, a bunch of interceptions and a bunch of sacks, and the game of uh, the playoffs is uh, uh, was a bunch of interceptions, a bunch of sacks. Right. But then when we went over to the uh, to Jacksonville the next year, we played good. Well, you think about this: his career passer rating is seventy eight point two against the. The Jags. Wow, man, I had a had a, a nice uh, nice sausage and egg breakfast bowl this morning. Man, was that good! Right. I did have whole wheat toast, so I did you know try to do it a little healthier. Yeah, it was good. And a little sausages and stuff in the side. It was great. What would what, you would you have? 
Well, I had uh, eggs, and I had some cheese, and I had some sausages that was, you know, the sausage patty, you know, and then you have the, the nice whole wheat toast with I, a I, butter I, and everything. I, have so, I had some uh, uh, soft uh, eggs. Uh, okay. Uh, hard, uh, soft, Did you have like three eggs. or four of them? Yeah, soft-boiled eggs and uh, Good. bacon and uh, sausage. You know, the greatest eating time I ever had was when I was preparing for the World's Strongest Man right. years ago. And I was eating a dozen eggs every day. Yeah. Every day with half a pound of bacon and half a loaf of bread with sausage. It was awesome. Yeah. You're just pile-driving the calories in there. And now it's like... <laughs> All right, I get a breakfast bowl every now and then. God, Zooks, man, it just—it's depressing getting old. Yeah, but uh, you were two eighty-five. Yeah, 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 I know. Now, <laughs> now you're three hundred. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What happened? I was forcing my weight up back then. Now, not so much. <laughs> yeah. So you know, uh, what do you think of the uh, Raiders? Uh, uh, the Raiders, uh, eleven guys, uh, uh, COVID nineteen. I didn't realize that. Yeah. I didn't see that. I wasn't uh, prepared for the Raiders. Well, yeah, eleven COVID guys. Are you kidding me? I, I think it. Uh, I think it eleven. I have to check that out. I don't know. You just threw me a curve there, Chalucha. I yeah. didn't know where you were going with that. Yeah. So seven, I don't know. Uh, I, I said uh, seven COVID seven. guys. Yeah. All right, seven COVID guys. Regardless, um, you know what? Again, you got to be prepared for any of this stuff because right. you don't know where this can come from. You don't know how to, you know. I mean, the uh, vaccine is getting close, right? And that'll be a good thing, and I think that'll waylay uh, a lot of fears and everything. But remember, I in my in my own mind, I mean, you sit here and you go, you got the flu, and you get vaccinated every year. People do, and yet the flu kills a lot of people. So yeah. It's still out there. It still goes, and I don't know. You know, that's for bigger pay grades than than me, yeah. you know, for bigger minds than me. But moving back to uh, the Steelers right now, I'm more concerned of is Vance McDonald, is Kevin Dotson, are they coming off of that right. COVID list? Right. They've been off for a little while, and I'm trying to figure out what exactly it is that they will be able and eligible to get back to it. So that's where I my mind was. I The Raider thing, I just I didn't even see. So, uh, you know, we're, we're going to practice today, and, right. uh, you know, it's it's going to be warm today. Well, it'll be a little bit warmer, yeah. um, but I don't think it's going to be all that warm. It's going to be in the low 60s. Ah, yeah, it's warm enough for a right. fat guy like me. Right. That's warm right. enough. Right. But the fact of the matter is, uh, you know, Jacksonville, probably, I don't know what it's going to be on Sunday. Maybe, hey, Jake, can you look up the weather report for Sunday in Jacksonville? See see what that is because, you know. It's going to be hot. Is it going to be hot? Because I I used to remember, I used to hate that. Right. That bothered me so much. I remember, do you remember when we played in uh, Miami? Miami. We left in uh, December, and it was like 15, 20 degrees here. We've been practicing all week long and, and cold, and then we went down there, and it was in the 80s, the upper 80s, and boy, oh, boy, did I boil out. That's when I ended up in well, you know, the hospital. Well, you know, in 89 uh, – when we well, that was uh, the the rainstorm. Yeah, when yeah. we, we when, that was a different matter. Yeah, yeah, but it it was uh, hot the first oh, it was two brutally series. Hot. Yeah, and then uh, uh, they, that was a boil out. That would have been horrible. Dan Marino uh, led the team to two touchdowns, uh, and then the storm came, and we right uh, we blew. I was him talking out. about with Terrell Edmonds because his dad played in that game. Right, he was there. 
and he was talking about it. What do you got, Jacob? So it looks like it's not going to be too hot. 70, like mid-70s and a decent amount of cloud coverage. So oh, not too hot at all. Beautiful. That's right. that's a nice weather report for the game on Sunday. Because it's always about the heavy hoofers. If the heavy hoofers can breathe easy, right. you can run, you can run all day. Yeah. 70, mid-70s, that's not bad. When you crack the 80s, the, the mid-80s into the upper 80s, the, oh, yeah, that's, baby, that just starts to choke you, man. Uh, and you know what? Uh, when, the, when we played in Miami and you – uh, vapor locked. Oh, it was horrible. Yeah. Well, I didn't vapor lock until after the game. Yeah. I know yeah. he's made it I know, through I know, the game. I know. I know. Well, I'm just making sure because people don't understand. Do you vapor lock during the game? No. This this is a boil out is after the game is over. You're sitting there and you get, you're pulling your pads off. Yeah. You're getting ready to go to the shower and all of a sudden one muscle pops and it cramps. Yeah. And then you just your eyebrows go up and you're going, uh oh, you just try to relax. Yeah. Everything is about relaxing. You start calling for the trainers because you know what's coming next. Yeah. First it's in the calf, then it's in the hamstring, then it goes to the quad, and then it goes the in abs. your abs, then it goes up into your chest, and then your fingers start to curl up from the forearms cramping, and it feels like the muscles are trying to tear themselves off the bone. That's when you know, okay, I'm in trouble. Yeah, the doctor asked you. Uh, did you do garden work? Oh, when I was in the hospital. Yeah. We, they had, um, you know, it was funny because I was in Key Biscayne Hospital. And so the doctor came in with um, a group of, like, uh, I, what do you call it? Like the, the interns, not interns, yeah. but the people that fellows. I guess. They had the, the fellows of the fellows, whatever. So the doctor came in and he's looking at the chart. And uh, I'm just laying there. And he goes, uh. Mr. Wolfley, uh, you you cramped up it. I said, yeah, it was hot out there. And he goes, uh, oh, he says, uh, were you we outside doing yard work? I said, and I, I like I thought he was kidding with me. Yeah, you know, because I figured he knew, you know, that I I I, I was a you know football player and gets and he goes, were you outside doing yard work? I go, yeah, I was uh, out all afternoon doing yard work. <laughs> he said, did you have a push mower? I said, well, I was pushing a whole lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, and the other students are like, they're, they're staying around, they're like nodding their head, like, you know, and then the guy starts to ask me, well, well how, how much were you pushing? <laughs> I said, I said, well, you, you understand what I was doing, don't you? You, yeah. you know, that I, I was a football player. We had a game yesterday and he was like, oh, okay. You yeah. know, but it was rather, it was rather funny for a few moments because I thought he was kidding me. You know, I, and I called you. Uh, yeah. At, uh, uh, I was at the hospital. Yeah. And, Dr. St. Mary, the Dolphins uh, doctor, yeah, brought me in brought, a pizza. He brought you in a pizza yeah. and a six-pack of beer. Absolutely. So I rehydrated and, yeah. and ate pizza back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That so was, that it, was, was, it was interesting. It was different. I remember when I went off in the ambulance, and I'm going away. I was looking at the team bus. The team bus was pulling away. I'm going, bye. bye. I waved to you. <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs> and I ended up in the emergency ward at Key Biscayne Hospital. Yeah. And I remember it was really funny because the, the ambulance driver that took me away, he had on this uh, Cuban, like, Calypso music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he was singing and playing along. He was really he was really a happy guy. Yeah. You know what? Uh, today they, uh, they insert you with uh, 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 the drip. Right. And, uh, right. But back then they didn't. They wouldn't. They yeah. wouldn't give us that uh, 
not the transfusion thing, but you know the yeah. that bag. Yeah, you know, and you get uh, all hydrated beforehand, which to me it makes sense. Yeah, you know what I mean because if you can hydrate or prehydrate and do so, um, I think that's that's smart. You know, then you don't have these problems at halftime if you can hydrate. Yeah. you know, and get that get that bag of stuff put in you, then you're good. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the fact is um, they didn't do it back then, and so you had to do all sorts of stuff like just cramming the uh, whatever water you can get, the Gatorade, and you get, like, sick. Yeah. I remember I remember when I, I – it's kind of gross, but I threw up on a, T, a NBC cameraman in, yeah. in Dallas. It was so hot, and I'd yeah. been drinking so much Gatorade, and then I just I let that, that orange Gatorade go, hit him right in the shoes. You know <laughs> – you know, I was uh, sitting next to you. Were you? And uh, I, I don't remember I, at that I, point. I was too the, busy feeling the, awful. The um, the Orange Bowl. Uh, oh, you talking about Miami? Yeah, Miami. Yeah. The Orange Bowl. Uh, the locker room had no air conditioning. It was unbelievable. Yeah. It was ridiculously. Yeah, hot. and I think that's the problem. Yeah, you know, you go there, you you can't relax, you can't cool off, you can't do any of that stuff, and then all of a sudden. You know, they start popping, and then what are you going to do? You yeah, know, and, I, and so I went into the uh, I, I went into the bus uh, right to, to cool That's, off. Yeah, because don't you mind? I yeah, told you I waved to you. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. like going, he's uh, gone, he's gone. And and, and uh, when the ambulance came, I said. Oh, that's for Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> it was. And, you know, it was. Uh, and when they took you not, out. It's not the last time I went to the hospital, yeah, that's then, for sure. When they took you out, I, I, I was I, I was going, oh, man, he's got to go <laughs> to the hospital. I went to the hospital, and then I had to travel home on my day off. Yeah. I hated the one day off you get, and you got to spend in airports. Yeah. So, all right, let's go to break. Uh, yeah, but uh, did you um, did you enjoy yourself? No. No. How do, you, how do you enjoy yourself? I want to be home. I want to be in my own bed. I don't want to be in the hospital with doctors come and say, were you but, doing yard work, Mr. Yeah, Wolfway? But, but, but you had uh, pizza and beer. Could do that at home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, right let's take a break. Uh, he's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in the locker room, and we'll be back after this. that have missed some time. Mike Hilton uh, is back to work tomorrow, and we're excited about that. And and Chris Wormley as well, who's missed a significant amount of time with his knee injury. Um, in the midst of that, I think we've gotten uh, an opportunity to play some young people like we've talked about quite a bit. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So every time I think and hear Patty Benatar, right, I think about when you hit me with that right hand and broke my nose. You were sparring in the gym, in the ring, you know, we're getting ready, and you cracked me with that right hand. And it, I was like, where did that come from? 
Where did that come from? And you broke my freaking nose. And and you you cauliflowered you cauliflowered my ear. You deserved it. Yeah. You broke my nose, man. I I, I couldn't <laughs> see out of my right eye, and you kept hooking me with the uh, with the yeah. left hook. Yeah, you needed a, you needed a little bit of swelling on that side of your face. Yeah. To, to go along with the swelling in the middle of my between my eyes. Uh, <laughs> Oh, those were the fun days. Yeah, that was. And then I had to buy lunch because he yeah. was the one bleeding. Yeah. I hate when that happens. Oh, you know, that was rough. I, you know, we. I love to spar. <laughs> it was great. It was, it was fun. so much it fun. It was fun. You know, you you spar in whether it was boxing, whether it was the collie sticks, whether it was yeah grappling and stuff like. No, it was knives. just always fun. Knives. Yeah, the knives. You were terrible at that. Yeah, yeah. You was... know, I don't know. The, the Turkish guys, they must not do knife work very yeah. much. You must be like a, a, a sword type. Culture, you know I what just I mean? stabbed you in the teeth. <laughs> he stabbed me above the eye, in the teeth. Again, how did we ever remain friends? <laughs> <laughs> well, because we uh, we we apologized. Yeah. Oh, sorry about that. Oh, this okay. You don't mean that at all. <laughs> so uh, okay. You know, uh, uh, when I when I. When I look at Chris Wormley, yes, I, I I haven't seen him work very much. No, he's been out. He's uh, you know he's now he's back. Yeah, uh, he he's been on the IR. Uh, he only had I think what fifty snaps plus. Yeah. you know in the in the games that uh, he was he's played, uh, he's got the knee thing. So hopefully he can get back to being able to be a solid contributor. Yeah. Um, and the absence of Chris Warmly has been guys like Henry Mondu who got right. a chance to yeah. be able to contribute. You've got Isaiah Bugs has stepped up and done some good things. And of course you've got Carlos Davis that has also been able to contribute. So, and you know, as we always used to say, one man's misfortune is another yeah. man's fortune. Yeah. And uh, you have that opportunity to step up. Now, the other one is the fact that I'm wondering if we're going to see um, Anthony McFarland soon. Right. And, uh, you know, Mike Hilton. Mike Hilton is significant. He is a, a real loss to that defense. Right, yeah. And I especially thought about it with, with Burrow last week uh, against Cincinnati. He seems to have problems. If you go back and watch the film, they came people came at him with, you know, safeties and off the slot and right. stuff like that. Um Terrell Edmonds. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, but he's capable. Mike Hilton is just he's got such a unique character a unique set of skills yeah, that are so useful. Yeah, you know, uh, Mike Hilton times up the blitz very well. And when he times up the blitz uh in in running plays he dips under the guard, and uh, he. These are three hundred and fifty pound guys yeah. that the the hundred ninety four pound Hilton dips under, right. and makes their life miserable. Yeah, and he also, like you said, he times up. He can work his way through the traffic of the redwoods, right? You know, uh, when he's rushing, and he's got this this knack for being where the quarterbacks aren't looking at that moment. Troy right. Palomalo was very much like right, that. Right, right, Troy right. Troy just was it, but like you said, he times the snap well. Then he also has that knack of hitting it at the right time in right. the right place where quarterbacks seem to have problems. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he's, uh, he's a good – but uh, Cam Sutton is better in coverage than he is. There's no question. But the unique characteristic about Mike Hilton is, is his ability to blitz because right. nobody else seems to have that same sort of – well, as Terrell Edmonds talked about, he said uh, he, we, they call it the cloak of invisibility. 
it's the Terrell good blitzer. Um, I don't think he's at right now at the same level as Mike Hilton. No, Mike Hilton has got it. Yeah. Terrell Edmonds, what he was talking about was Terrell was talking about playing at linebacker level and being able to go in and, and, and cover his gap and be run stuffing, and he was. Yeah. You know, if you – I know so many people are saying, well, where's the interceptions? Where's the, the fumble recoveries? Well, where's the run-stopping capabilities that you see him week in and week out? He's a good, solid tackler. All right? Wait, wait. Um – uh, where did he sack the quarterback? Is it uh, that was back with the um, Tennessee Titans? I believe it was one of the first couple of games. It was either the Giants. No, I think it the was Eagles. The Eagles. No, te- Te- maybe the he Eagles. Made the hit. They, he made the hit. Yeah, but and it was it was a great sack. Right. You know, and it was a very timely sack. I'm not so sure it wasn't the Giants, but I'm probably wrong. Yeah, that's a long time it, ago. It, it wasn't the first game. Regardless, um, I do know this: uh, he made a very timely hit on the dude, and it might have been the Broncos. Right, that's who it could have been. Oh yes, yeah, I think that's who it was. So good get. Well, you know what? I have my moments. They're yeah, few and far between, but they are moments. Right, and you, you grasp onto them, and that's a victory. Yeah. <laughs> So Terrell Edmonds is a very capable dude playing in the run box, and Mike Hilton is a guy who's got very good, you know, rush capabilities. And uh, you know, Cam Sutton is like you said, he's got the coverage capabilities. Right. So you work these all in together, and that's what uh, defensive coordinators and and uh, and uh, you know and uh, the, the secondary coaches do. But here's the other thing that I'm interested in. Yeah, I'm interested in Anthony McFarlane, who's. Uh, is he, oh, he going to be back? Well, here's the thing about it. I look at this and I, I still love think, Anthony McFarland. I understand, and that's why I think him being back because you got Dotson down, you've got Vance uh, McDonald been down. Both of them could be at practice today. I yeah. don't know. Did Kevin Dotson ever test positive COVID? I don't know. They're not. Nobody's saying. So it's interesting to me. Will those guys get back? And will we get Anthony McFarland back? Because I still think. Anthony McFarland, James Conner's still the bell cow, but Anthony McFarland's got some unique characteristics that I think can be profitably used by the Steelers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's got a great jump cut, great vision. Uh, he's uh, he he can uh, dodge raindrops, and uh, he's powerful. And he's and, got that great and vision and cutback, man. Yeah, and I, he's got the great ooh, speed. I like that. His acceleration, you know, he's yeah. He's got the little bit of road runner in him. It'd beep beep, you know, and all of a sudden he takes off. Beep beep. Yeah, I lo- didn't you used to love the road runner? Yeah, I lived. I like Wiley Coyote and all them guys, man. That was great. Yeah. You know, the only thing the only thing about it was you just couldn't figure out why Wiley could not like get it right. You uh, know, Jacob doesn't know what we're talking about. Does you don't know anything we're talking about? Okay, all right. Just because Wiley Coyote was – you want to talk about perseverance? There's perseverance. Yeah. All right. All right, let's go to the phones, Let's go George. to the phones. Circus George in Sarasota. Circus George, welcome to the locker room. Good morning, gentlemen. Can you hear me well? Yeah. We can hear you. Wait. What are you doing? I'm, I'm using my headset because I'm driving to Fort Myers. Oh, okay. Oh. What? So uh, dropping off a patient and going back. Anyways, uh First of all, not to berate Pat Benatar, but whatever happened to the old NFL tunes you guys used to play to open the shows? Well, did you miss Roy Remember? Orbison? Did you? Did you? No, 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 no. No, no, I mean, seriously. Like, no, did you miss Roy that. Orbison? We opened the show with "Crying" by Roy Orbison at Tunch's request. 
All I right. heard it. I'm just asking. Don't pick on Pat Benatar when Roy Orbison was found first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways. Uh, hey, George, how's that? Real quick here. George, uh, George. Uh, my, Miami games. Uh, I remember when Don Shula was on the competition committee and wanted to have a neutral warm weather site for playoffs because it wasn't fair for those Florida teams to fly up north to Pittsburgh and Buffalo. Never mind the fact that they made you guys wear black when you played in Miami. That was okay. Just wasn't fair when the Dolphins had to play in a cold weather state. I'm glad that never flew. Flew like a lead balloon. Yeah, I'm glad it did. Or, or, or I should say, uh, uh, a word to the wise about nine and zero. Nine and two isn't the same as nine and zero, but I remember nine and two in '83, and all of a sudden nine and two became ten and six. And a quick exit from the playoffs. Yeah. Because you played against a hot Raider team, and Tunch became the human turnstile. And then Ooh, oh, the oh, yeah. Oh, sure, bring that up. Oh, yeah, bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, and the clock struck 12, and Kristoff became a pumpkin, and that was it. Well, we all pumpkinated on that day, let me tell you. Yeah, that was a hard one to watch. It really was. So that's the word of the wise. Remember, take it with a grain of salt. Nine and is great. But there's a lot, a lot of football to be played still. So no doubt about Jacksonville it. Jaguars, and I haven't watched much of them this year. It's going to come down to their defense against our offense because I think that our defense should be fine against them. But do they have corners that can cover? Do they have guys that can rush the passer? I know what it was like three years ago, but this isn't the three years ago, Jacks, Jacks, Jags. So you tell me, what is this Jags defense like? Yeah, well, they they have Miles Jack. Uh, and Joe Schobert uh, from Cleveland. And Camalia Correa. Carrera. Yeah, yeah. He's pretty good. I like their linebackers. Their defensive linemen okay. we got to find out a little bit more about. But yeah. Josh Allen looks to be like he's a pretty good player. They're mobile. They're not that big. Smoot. Smoot's, smoot. smoot's good. Smoot, yeah. He's a backup. The, you got to love the smoot. <laughs> so we'll are see. The, are the corners able to press cover for Jacksonville, or are they going to have to play zone? Well, we'll see. We'll you know, see. we don't know yet. Tomorrow, tomorrow will yeah, be our. Have you uh, studied them yet, or is that tomorrow? No, no. We, we you study them all week long, but you don't run, come to a consensus right away. Yeah, you got to keep watching and watching. Yeah, and so uh, you know, Wolf, uh, uh, Wolf talks about uh, uh, the offensive tackle, and he said that guy's in a Pro Bowl, and and he said uh, three plays, I've named him Pro Bowl. He's, and he, he's really he's and bagging he, on me because I because I, I like this one guy and the guy went down he was and terrible he, and he went down he was terrible <laughs> so that was some years ago nice all right and and it was just Tunch reminding me just like you know he does these things like that just oh let me remind you of this let me remind you of that let me remind you that I broke exactly. your nose you know I mean all this stuff yeah you know I I had a chance to box once against an Italian circus performer who was about a head shorter than me yeah a real tough guy named Tino Cristiani. And he did a lot of boxing, and I didn't. It was only my second time. And you know, I had reach. I probably had a, a hand's length of reach on him. <laughs> so I'm trying to keep him at the edges. Right. And he's, he's working me inside because I didn't really know what I was doing. I right. wasn't particularly strong. And then I connected and snapped his head back. <laughs> and all the guys watching me from the circus go, ooh. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> it's at a that fun point, moment. I walked away to my trailer because I'm like, you know what? 
I know I just made you mad, and I'm not going to put up with what's going to happen right after this. So thanks. It was fun. No Let's doubt it about it, man. Maybe in you know, 20 or 30 years. Beautiful. All right, George, we're yeah. going to roll on, buddy. We got to go. Yeah. Got a good one. Blessings. Thanks a lot, brother. Blessings to you. Yeah. All right, yes. No doubt about it. Circus so, George uh, was boxing. Well, he wasn't. <laughs> It wasn't the tall man. It wasn't uh, the weightlifter. It wasn't the you short know, man. No, he had a short guy. <laughs> Here's the deal. Um, you know, Jacksonville's struggling right now. They're one and right. eight. You know, and they they've got the people that can fly to the ball. Yeah. But look, the whole thing's going to be about making uh, Jake Luton. You got to make him beat you. And yeah. it's going to be out shutting down James Robinson. Yeah, uh, but I'm telling you that DJ James, Shark, Rod, James about, Robinson, he, he, you know, uh, I was watching uh, Good Morning Football today, right. and oh. they said he had 63 touchdowns in high school. Ah, uh, that's a lot wow. of touchdowns. Wow, yeah. Yeah, but I will say this. Um, DJ Chark, uh, do you notice how he, he's got a 73-yarder? Uh, all the, the, the top receivers have like a – 36 to 51 yard grab. I mean, these guys can go. Yeah, yeah. These but, guys are still good. But, but they they were with Gardner Minshew. Right. I understand yeah. that. But they're still capable. Yeah. These guys are still capable. Gardner that, Minshew's not playing. I understand that. But did Jake Luton threw one of those long ones. Yeah. All right. So, all right. We got to go to break. And we'll be back with more. It's Tunchin' Wolf in the locker room. Slipping away. Sitting on a We're anticipating that type of environment, that type of competitive spirit from those guys. Uh, they got quality players at all level, at all levels. Uh, the linebacker level in particular, in particular, Miles Jack is, is a really impressive player. Joe from up in Cleveland, they acquired in free agency. We're very familiar with. Um, he's gotten after us in the past. He beat us last year, quite frankly, uh, in Cleveland. Uh, was a significant component of that. Uh, so we're preparing with an edge. We understand that we have a bullseye. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So, uh, you know, the, uh, Mike Tomlin was talking about their linebackers. And, uh, uh, you know, what? one of the things that Joe Schobert, uh, Miles Jack, Kamalia Correa, 
uh, and uh, that they 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 got great linebackers. Who is that? Fifty six. Quincy Williams is it? Quincy some other? No, no, uh, no, no. Dakota Allen's fifty three. No, no. I'm th- there's a fifty six too. Oh yeah, Quincy Williams. Yeah, I like him. Yeah. Yeah, he looked good. Yeah. Uh, and- they they have run and hit linebackers. These guys. I'll tell you what. That the front end of their defense can run. These guys can all run. They're not some of them aren't real big. There's a number of guys that are sub 300, you know, even sub 270. Um but they're still capable. Yeah, you know, uh I I know that uh, I know the offensive line. Uh Cam Robinson, I worked with Andrew Norwell, I worked with Brandon Linder, I worked with AJ Khan, I worked with and uh Jawan Taylor, I work with and Tyler Shadley. Uh, he, you know, they, they're, they're good. Well, I like Cam Robinson. He uses his hands very well. Right. He was paying attention when you were working. Yeah. With him. Some of the other guys, you know, they intermittently, you see them trying, they're not as good. Cam Robinson uses his right. hands really well. Yeah. 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 So he's very capable. No question in my mind. Now here's the other thing that just absolutely, you know, when you look at this, um, they are now, uh, in a memo sent to 32 teams, the good Roger Goodell uh, put an order in place that they would have um, intensive uh, protocol in all 32 teams starting this Saturday. Right. So now that means under the terms of the intensive protocol, that means that all individual and team meetings now have to be conducted virtually unless they could be held in the outdoors, like the barn down there, yeah. all right, under a pre-approved plans. And masks must be worn on the practice field, and and uh, locker room use will be limited, and players are you know prohibited from gathering away from the team facility. So this will be interesting because they say that this protocol will now be standard procedure through the end of the year. Yeah. This has got to be – I would think it would drive you crazy. Right. I mean, you can't gather outside the facility as players. Yeah. Um, you have to have all sorts of zoomation going as far as meetings and everything else. A mask on the field, that seems to be – Right. That would be problematic to me. Um, there's a lot of things now. Of course, during the game, they got a, a waiver from the governor, Tom Wolf, who said no. On uh, during the game, they don't have to wear a mask. But still, you know, you've got the eastern end of the state. You got Philadelphia that will not uh, allow any uh, fans in the stands. You have Baltimore Ravens over there that yeah. says they won't have any fans in the stands. So what, I don't know, man. This is um, it's getting more intensive. It's getting right. more problematic. And and you know um, one of the tight ends uh, with the uh, uh, Jacksonville Jags is Tyler Eifert. I I Tyler Eifert. Eifert. <laughs> Tyler Eifert. Yes. And uh, uh, James O'Shaughnessy. Yes, yes, and uh, they're large. They're large guys. They're they're aggressive guys. Yeah. I mean, I like their tight ends. They're capable. Look, the fact is, if Gardner Minshew can, is not capable of playing this weekend, they're going to put it all on uh, James Robinson. You're going to have to try and stop I don't the think, run. I don't think he's going to play. You're talking about Gardner. Yeah. Right. I, the, Doug Marone said earlier, what, two days ago, that Gardner wouldn't be playing. But you never know with Dougie. You know what I mean? He might say that and say, oh, it was a miracle. Gardner woke up and his hand was fine. His thumb was fine. Not a problem. He's great. So... Yeah. 
I, I look at this and you just go, look, you've got to be, make sure that you stay focused, make sure that you still mentally get those RPMs revved up. Right. Because the worst thing you can do is overlook a team and walk into a stadium and suddenly right. that team punches you in the mouth and all of a sudden you don't have yeah. the mental rev rever, you know rev up uh, thing going in your head rev to up. get you yeah you rev gotta, up. if you have to rev up on game day you're in big trouble right right you right? you, you got to uh rev up on Wednesday Thursday Friday absolutely it's a total preparation and when you don't do that if you've not done your due diligence you see it all the time that's why you see a lot of teams that fall to other teams that they shouldn't yeah you know because it's not that they they sit there and go oh these guys are no good but the the mental preparation coupled with the physical preparation, is lacking in some sort of RPMs in your gourd. Yeah. When you don't do that due diligence from Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you know, into the the, the kickoff on, on Sunday or Monday, whatever it would be, or Thursday, what have you, the fact of the matter is you're in big trouble because people cannot – 99.9% of, of the guys in the NFL can't walk into a stadium and flip a switch. So are you going to watch the game tonight? Of course, uh, uh, with Seattle and uh, got to watch a little bit. Arizona. My brother Ronnie will be, you know, be doing yeah. the game somewhere, you know, yeah. on on radio. But uh, you know, Kyler Murray is an exciting performer. Yeah, he the did. guy's got some great, great gifts. He some did great the uh, he did the uh, Hail Mary. No, it was the Hail Murray. Mur Murray. <laughs> That's what Ronnie called it, the Hail Murray. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of a Hail Mary. But it was a spectacular play by DeAndre Hopkins. Kyler Murray to DeAndre Hopkins. And don't don't you think that the Houston Texans wish they'd never pulled the trigger on that trade that sent DeAndre Hopkins to right. Phoenix or to uh, 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 Arizona? Yeah. I keep, now I go back to Phoenix. But the fact is um, – you know, they, they did, and they unloaded him. It's a shame because uh, that guy, man, he is still good, and he's still capable, and what a play that was. Man, right. That just that sent everybody, like, freaking out. So, all right. Shall we go back to the phones, Chalooch? All right, Greg, uh, in, Greg in Richmond, Virginia. Greg, welcome to the locker room. Punch, Wolf, how you guys doing in the morning? Good, Fantabulous, buddy. man. How you doing, How brother? you doing, I'm I'm doing good, man. I'm heading to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Can you hear me pretty good? I'm on the headset. Yeah, yeah we got you. Okay, good deal. Uh, I just got some things, guys. Uh, Wolf, you made a good uh, little phrase yesterday. You said uh, to get to Lombardi number seven, we got to lean on number seven. Right. Uh, yeah. When he, yeah, yeah. When he took that hit last week, man, my my heart dropped. And uh, but he got. A, I thought he had a concussion. When? But uh, he got back in the game. You talking so about Ben, week, right? Yeah, yeah. He took that hit. Yeah, but he came back in the game and uh, he pulled it out for us. I, I'm looking for like another thirty point game. Uh, I think we can beat these guys convincingly. It's one and eighteen. Uh, I'm really concerned. That we, I know we got a short week playing against a good team. I heard. Uh, I'm not going to mention their name. Right, right. But uh, right, and uh, I think we're gonna, I think we're going to be all right, man. I and do too. I got, yeah, I, th I think we are. And like I said, I'm not going to hold y'all long. Uh, the last thing I have, if I, I'm going to be the first one to, let, uh, to tell y'all and, and tell everybody out there listening, uh, have a happy Thanksgiving if I don't talk to you next week. And uh, Wolf, only one turkey for, uh, <laughs> for <laughs> Oh, what fun is that? Uh, yeah, huh? he's, he's going to have two turkeys. Oh, my goodness. You know, at the very first um, Thanksgiving that was in, what, 
Roanoke, Virginia, or somewhere around there, you know, with the pilgrims and all yeah. that. Somebody, one, on, one of the first dishes or one of the things that they ate was the uh, clams. Right. Now, who, eat, who eats clams or oysters I, on Thanksgiving? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. come on. That's, like, crazy. When when we went to uh, – um, uh, It was oysters. That's yeah, what it was. Yeah, we, when we went to uh, Richmond, Virginia, mm-hmm. uh, and we had uh, 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 fried turkey. Did you? Oh, I love yeah, fried turkeys. Right Colby used to fry up turkeys. Yeah. Used to get those back in the day. Those are great, man. All right, brother. I do five turkeys every year, man. I'm going to do the same thing again this year. Hey, you practice safety, right? Those things can blow up on you. Yeah, Greg. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Drive safely, my Hi, friend. Guys. Thanks for checking in. Thanks, and and hey, a, uh, God, a, bless a, God bless, man. Happy Thanksgiving God bless to you. And uh, uh, drive carefully, buddy. All, All right. right okay. Right. What was it? Did you say we had another? We had time for it? No, not no. another. Because coming up at 11 o'clock, we have the great Jerry Dulac coming in. The cool in. breeze. The cool breeze, his own self. Yeah. And of course, uh, he will have, I'm sure that he will have some uh, some uh, nice uh, little little you know nuggets for us about yeah. what's going on down with the Zoom calls. Yeah. I, I just, you know, I'm just surprised that they, they went to this intensive protocol and they're saying it's going to be mandated for practice or for all teams, all 32 teams, till the end of the year. Right. Surprising to me. I mean, and and, and do you think that uh, they're gonna cancel uh, uh, fans? I don't know. I do think there's a possibility, but uh, I hope not. Yeah. Because you know they do it in the eastern end of the state. What happens on the western end? You know. I mean, it's it's on unf- the whole thing. Here, here's the thing I don't understand. I mean, if you're playing a game. And you're against opponents, all right? I, how do you not and prevent? I know that they they got a mask and everything else. Uh, what what, t- what some manufacturer made, um, but they don't wear it. But I mean, your own team, you you're, you're together during the day, and I, I don't know. I mean, it just doesn't seem to be practical. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, you should be able to be in the same rooms together right, for crying right. out loud. You you practice. You're in each other's face. Right. I don't know. I mean, but I the, know. you know, th- their uh, their practice is uh, well. It's a lot different. It's yeah. a lot easier. Yeah. You know, they don't pad up anymore. I, well, that's, actually, that's the other thing that bothers me is that these guys don't have an opportunity to pad up. Right. And you can't practice your techniques at the velocity you need to. Yeah. Uh, if you want to be better prepared to to go, you know, on a game on Sunday. All so. right. Uh, with uh, practice is gone. Uh, and we're gone. Uh, <laughs> All right. We're going to take uh, He's Wolf, I'm Tunch, you're in a locker room, and we'll be back after this.
Locker Room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So, when you listen to Breezin by uh, George Benson, you can only have Jerry Dulac, the cool breeze. And Jerry Dulac uh, is brought to you by Frank B. Fuhrer Wholesale, proud distributor of Bud Light, official beer sponsor of the NFL, and Bud Light Seltzer. Uh, hey, uh, uh, Jerry, are you going to do a touchdown dance uh, on, on Sunday? <laughs> no, I'm not, fellas. Uh, the only dance I'm going to be doing is when I get back on the plane safely from to, from Jacksonville back to Pittsburgh. Now the question is, are you going to play uh, a round of golf while you're down there, my friend? Well, well once again, I, I would like not to comment on that. For <laughs> People figuring out where I might be, so I'll just leave that one alone and leave it to your imagination. There you go. Well, if you, I, I would join you if they had any good putt putt courses around there. <laughs> yeah, or, or or if you could even go. Yeah, <laughs> Which, you know. I'm- Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, it, how hard is it when you go to a visiting stadium, Jerry, and you are virtually on your own getting there? You know, there's not the the normal club employees that you got to get information and everything, and it, it must be kind of awkward, is it not? Yeah, it, it, well, the 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 simple uh, answer is, of course, that we've heard it's different, but. Uh, for sure. But yeah, I think part of the good news, if there is, is that when we went to New York for the first game mm-hmm. and it was completely empty stadium, uh, our friend Pat Hanlon, uh, right. you know, who used to work for the Steelers at Pitt, yeah. is, is in charge of their communication. So Pat can facilitate a lot of things for you and answer, uh, you know, any questions with a simple phone call or text message. Um, I did not go to Tennessee, but when we went to Dallas, um, you know, Baltimore, of course, is an easy drive. We're there all the time, so you know everything about Baltimore. I could do it in my sleep, where to park, where to go, where to stay, where to eat, the whole bit. Right. Dallas, Rich Dalrymple is in charge of their communications, and he's a North Hills high school guy. Right. Uh, you know, he's a, he's a Pittsburgher, so, you know, former quarterback, and Rich is a good dude, so... He's there to, to, you know, in advance to answer your questions or if there's any issues to help you or take care of you. Fortunately, there weren't. So, those, you know, that was the, the good part of that. And Jacksonville, Dan Edwards is down there, as we know, former Steeler PR. Oh, guy. yeah. Since yeah. Inception, yeah, since their inception. So, you know, it's it, it, there are people in place and we're in places. You know, we're not in Dallas much, but but – Jacksonville, we've been there many, many times. Another place like, you know, like the back of your hand. And so Dan Edwards is there. If there are any issues, he can certainly help you or take care of you. Uh, Fortunately, there typically aren't. But I think that's been the good news uh, uh, so far, Wolf, in in this situation. That, you know, it's crazy enough that at least those people are in place who you know, you, you know, you've known them for a long time. Uh, they're Pittsburghers, and obviously they're glad to see you and very willing to help you if uh, any problems arise. So uh, what, is, what is the uh, uh, golf club down there uh, in Jacksonville? <laughs> well, the, the big one, of course, is the TPC at Sawgrass, which right. is where they play the Players' Championship. 
And, uh, you know, of course, I don't want to comment whether I'll be there or not. <laughs> Let me just say I'll be in that community, if you will. <laughs> Didn't we yeah, stay so down there once? Didn't right. Yeah, well, the Steelers have stayed there. You know, I, I typically don't stay there only because it's a little farther away. I like to visit there for the, for the afternoon, if you will. But um, <laughs> yeah, the Steelers have stayed there a couple, a couple times, I think. You know, you are just so suave, you know what I mean? You, you keep yeah. it on the down low. <laughs> I'll love it. Right, exactly. All right, Jerry, you're looking at the Steelers going down with their 9-0 and record to a 1-8 and Jacksonville team, and yet you have a Jacksonville team that if – if anybody having a problem with it is, of all people, Ben Roethlisberger, what is it about Jacksonville that seems to be a, you know, a fly in the ointment for Big Ben? Yeah, it's not only for Big Ben. I mean, it's been for the Steelers. You know, Jacksonville actually leads the series. And, of course, their inception came after you guys played. But if you recall, the Steelers lost their first five games there to when they were the expansion team. Now, I know – they changed all those rules. Those expansion teams got a nice little break early on, and both the Jaguars and Carolina had instant success, if you will. Um, it wasn't like the same deal when the Houston Texans came into the league. Or the Tampa um, Bay but, Bucks. You know, they <laughs> yeah, right. And so they had um, – and, and strange things happened in Jacksonville. You know, I mean, that's where, you know, uh, Bill Cower almost slugged uh, Chris Hudson when he blocked that kick. If you guys recall, their, their mascot, Jackson DeVille, Came on the field, uh, you know, when and by the Steeler huddle when they were back to, toward the end zone, and he came out with like a a dummy wearing a Cordell Stewart jersey, <laughs> oh, <laughs> and he started beating beating it right there in front of Cordell and Jerome Bettis. And I remember Dan, uh, yeah, Dan, Dan Rooney said after the game, he said, "I wish Jack Lambert was still on our team." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know that was a, that was where Bill Cower in the season opener had the gut feeling that his words about Jim Miller, uh, you know, starting him over Mike Tomzak or Tomazak as he called him. Right. And, um, you know, he yanked him at halftime and they, and they lost, they went down there another time and lost nine to nothing. I think in one of their playoff years. Yeah. Um, And Greg, Greg Lloyd blew out his patella tendon. Right. That's correct. And Greg Lloyd also, if you recall when they played in Pittsburgh, Greg Lloyd uh, made some accusation that Keenan McCardell called his house and threatened to kill him. Um, <laughs> and, then he, and then he ended up knocking out Keenan McCardell in like a follow-up game. Um, that's when Plexico Burr stood up and spiked the ball and gave it the spin when the ball was still alive. If you recall. Oh, that's yeah. right. I forgot about that one. And, uh, strange, uh, strange things happen against the Jaguars, and that's why, okay, I know they've lost eight in a row and the Steelers are 9-0, but I've seen too many strange things happen there and against them to think, oh, this ought to be this ought to be thirty to twelve, which by the way is the score I predicted. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you look at him, especially with the fact that Gardner Minshew is not available for this game. Right. Apparently so. It seems to me that you can really start to really focus on James Robinson, who is impressive, no doubt about it. They have, in my mind, an impressive offensive line they they are very physical they come off this is a this is the one team i can say i thought tennessee was very physical this offensive line is even more physical in my most humble opinion than tennessee yeah they they use their hands well well not only that they come off the ball and try to yeah. move the, the the line of scrimmage back yeah because dougie marone was an offensive lineman right right, right. 
right, and I and I know he's one of your uh, he's one of your boys. I uh, talked to Bill Cower this week, and he was talking about um, you know one of those first games down there, how physical you know they were. Two teams that ran the ball, and of course, as you recall, uh, your boy Tom Coughlin, Wolf Syracuse guy, uh, right? Uh, you know, t- uh, started started that franchise as a coach, and for that first year before they could play. He was up in Pittsburgh all the time in the press box watching their games, uh, you know, just seeing you because they were in the same division. And and Coughlin played the way the Steelers played, and they kind of still play that way, you know, the old Steelers. That's the, that they kind of still play uh, the same way. As for James Robinson, Wolf, to your point, he's probably the most understated rookie in the league, and by that I mean all the other guys, including Chase Claypool, Joe Burrow, uh, Justin Herbert all getting a lot of attention, but James Robinson will be in the discussion for Rookie of the Year. Uh, he has seven touchdowns. He's what is he third, fourth in the league in rushing. He's been very, very good. And I can't remember if he was undrafted or low round pick, but uh, regardless, he has been very, very good for them. No question about it. When I look at him defensively, Jerry, one of the things that stood out to me: this is a team that's only got, I uh, uh, what, seven sacks. I mean, that's not a Jacksonville yeah. Jaguars team. Yeah. I mean, you look at these yeah, guys. Two years ago, Wolf, yeah, Go. two years ago, I think they were tied with the Steelers for most in the league, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. George Warhop is their offensive line coach, and he's a great he's a great offensive line coach. Well, we're talking I, about their, their defense. Yeah, but defense, I, only seven sacks, Julius. Yeah, I I, I, me. I know the I know George Warhop. I I I figured you did. You know, unless unless they've Managed to dress Fred Taylor and, and Rashawn Mathis. I don't think the Jaguars have much of a chance. Uh, those two guys in the past have killed the Steelers, as we well know. I think Rashawn Mathis has like five or six of his like 12 career interceptions uh, against the Steelers. And I think there's at least two pick sixes in there, one against Ben, and I think one against Tommy Maddox to show you how far back that goes. Right. You know, it makes me wonder, you know, based on Ben having that overall 78.2 QBR uh, thing, you know, rating against the Jacks Jags, you know, it makes me wonder, does does it, is it really a bugaboo in the head or is it something that he just eviscerates his weekend? You know, I don't know. I think this is setting the stage a great time for him to get all the bugaboos out. And I think he can really, I think he's going to be excellent this weekend. What, What do you think? agree wolf because that's been that's been his uh, track record this season i mean he's, he's made himself he's put himself in the running to me to me right behind patrick mahomes as the mvp because of their record and because of the way he's played and because of the way he bailed him out in dallas and last week was the best i've seen him throw the most velocity and most juice in his arm that i've seen in a long time and i'm not talking about this year um, so, I mean, Ben looks like the old Ben. And let's not forget, they have won their past three games there. So it's not like they've, you know, they're on true. the that they were That's true. when they first yeah. went down there. But I, but I do think, I, I do think, Wolf, uh, like I said, short of, short of Fred Taylor dressing or Rashawn Mathis, <laughs> I think they should. What was the word you used? Eviscerate. Yes. The bugaboo uh, down there. Yes. Hey, hey, Those are highly technical yeah, terms, yeah, by the way. Jerry, um, <laughs> Did you uh, have you spoken on uh, uh, a Zoom call with uh, Ben yet? Uh, that was uh, yesterday. Yes, I was on the call with him yesterday, um, and um, you know, I, I think you know Ben's Ben's approach 
you know, he's not, you know, a 17-year veteran. It's like Cam. They, they know what's ahead of him, and they also know it's a long season. And, um, you know, I think, I think Ben is encouraged by – what he's encouraged about is the pain is gone from his elbow. And apparently, boys, that has been, it's been going on for, oh, I say a long time. Yeah. I mean a long time. I mean years and years and years. Mm. And he's been having treatment for that. Um, but apparently, and, and I think the rest last week, not practicing, uh, I, there's no question about it. That helped, and, you know, people have told me this, it's helped his velocity. And, and when I talked about how, how well and how, how, how hard he threw it the, the other day, um, I don't think there's any question not practicing during the week was a big reason. No doubt about it. I also think, you know, there's something terrifying about not practicing all week and then going out to play a game that raises and heightens your intensity level maybe a little bit higher than it would be normally. And I think that uh, one of the things that Ben is capable of doing, as Tunch talks about it all the time, is rising to the challenge. He is one of those competitive guys that really seeks – you know, and enjoys that competitive, you know, challenge in front of him. And he does rise to the challenge just about every time. Yeah, there's no question. We saw that in Dallas when the team was struggling, you know, and then bang, bang, those last two drives. He's, he's, he's basically perfect. Takes him down the field, uh, wins the ball game for him. And I think the other thing we're seeing from him, fellas, is um, – you know, to your point about being, uh, you know, a little more focused, Wolf, and I, I think playing a little smarter, understanding maybe, you know, coming back from the injury, uh, don't force throws. Don't try and make – don't mm. throw it into a tight window. And, you know, he only has four picks. Three came in one game. Um, so, I think, uh, obviously, yes, he's thrown none in the last three games. I, I think he's been, um, you know, more aware of that, and he's not – um, uh, you know, he's not taking all those chances and trying to get it all at once. You know, Bruce Arians used to say a long time ago, he said, it's, it's, it's a meal, not a feast, you know. So mm-hmm. just take your time, pick your spots, and I think we're seeing him do that. And I think, you know, that was always one of the complaints. Oh, look at all the interceptions he throws. Well, you know what? He's not throwing them now. That's true. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we're going to take a break. Uh, Thanks, Jerry. Appreciate Jerry, you, brother. We, we, Always good being with you, as you know. Yeah. Travel right. safely this weekend, brother. Yeah, travel safely. I will. And when I'm teeing it up, I won't tell you where, but I'll think of you. <laughs> <All right. laughs> that's what we love about you, Cool Breeze. Uh, yeah. Thank you, man. Right, boys. Take right. care. All right, we're gonna we're gonna take a break. Uh, he's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in the locker room, and we'll be back after this.
We are not a Big Ten team playing a MAC opponent this week. Uh, every time we step into a stadium, we're playing professionals, players and coaches. And we got a ridiculous level of respect for that. And so, you know, write your story, man. Follow your storylines about trap games and things of that nature. We understand what we're going into in Jacksonville, that that's a group that's trying to kick our butt, a professional group, a capable group, and we're preparing with that understanding. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. Okay, we're back, and uh, he's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in the locker room, and, uh, you know, Mike Tomlin said, uh, when when he was asked, is this a trap game? He said, well, we're not a Big Ten team playing a MAC team. Right. And the, back, the fact is, the, the trap game is what, in my mind, when you trap yourself is when you decide, predetermine, we're going to beat this team by this method, and that's regardless of what happens. Right. You, 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 that's crazy. You know, the one thing about it is one of the things I always loved about Bruce Arians, you know, even though he said it wasn't about a fullback, yeah. wouldn't have a fullback in his offense, which I think is a mistake. But, you know, it was always about you want to beat and be whatever you need to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if you need to run the ball, you run the ball in the four-minute offense. If right. you got to pass the ball because everybody's cramming inside with eight-man, nine-man boxes, right. you've got to be able to pass the ball when you need to pass the ball. And that doesn't mean going downfield all the time. That means spreading the ball around, making uh, uh, that defense have to back off. And the, and the fact of the matter is, look, folks, it really comes down to do they play two safeties high? Right, and playing eight in the box, and it really comes down to as simple as that. Yeah, and you've got to be able to do those things. Um, there's some other things you can do when they have eight men in the box, but you know, throw the ball. Yeah, and throw the ball is is one of the most effective and probably yeah. the most effective thing you can do. Yeah, when, if it, it's like the Dick LeBeau, great Dick LeBeau once said, we can always take one thing away. Right, you right. Can, you know, so yeah, but uh, and. Uh, the uh, uh, the offense is the West Coast offense. Well, it is yeah. essentially um, yeah. in many ways. Uh, I I wish they would use more of the fullback, right. Derek Watt. Yeah, I would like to see more of that and get after it a little bit more. But you know, it is right now based on what you're facing defensively speaking, you've got to force them to either push those safeties back or stay in the box. Did you see that them. commercial uh, uh, with the Watt brothers? And sitting on a Subway. table, yeah, yes. Subway. That's great, great Subway commercial. Yeah. I love that. I thought they did a great job. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, let's go to the phones. All right, let's let's go to Doug in Georgia. Doug, welcome to the locker room, brother. Hey guys, how you doing? Good. We're doing just fine. How are you doing? Uh, much better than I deserve. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, I got a few comments, and then I have a question. All right. Third generation Steeler fan. Uh, I thank my dad uh, and his dad for making me a Steeler fan. You were brought up righteously. Uh, you That's were brought good. up righteous. <laughs> yes, yes. And my my daughter, she calls you guys the wise men. She listens to you every day. She's in Michigan, though. Oh yeah. Tell tell her thank you. You know. I'm oh, almost yeah. tearful because I don't think I've ever been called a wise, wise man. man before. Oh, <laughs> hey, hey, uh, we listened to uh, Wolfie, your your program with uh, Terrell Emmons. Oh yeah, every week, excellent. What, it, what a guy! 
Isn't he a what neat a guy? guy? He's a neat young oh. man. I really enjoy yeah. talking with him. He's oh. very, very that cool. Is, yeah, really special. Really special. Uh, and then Tunch, you know, we always hung around uh, the computer screen. And uh, when you were doing the chalk talk, oh, man, we love that. How you just broke down each play. Yeah, so yeah. We learned a lot. Yeah. Learned a lot. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a shame that – uh, with this pandemic, COVID pandemic, we we can't do that. No, no I, more. I, I know. I know. And, We're in intensive we, protocol now. Yeah. Uh, it's maybe. intense. It's too intense. Next year. Uh, you guys can't watch the practices then? No, we'll go down today, but we, you know, you got to stay up and away from them. Yeah. And uh, it's, uh, you know, it's just. Oh, that's terrible. It's not we we, we got to stay on the balcony. We can't go on the uh, field. Yeah, it's oh, a bummer. Man. That's terrible. But because that that leads to my question, which is, I mean, this team seems kind of different than the past. Of course, um, there's no noise. Right. The team really united. I I don't know. I was just wondering if you guys had any insight. You know how how they are together. Yeah, they. You know, they're 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 uh, pulling together. And they uh, they they love each other, and uh, you know the the pandemic uh, uh, caused this uh, this action, and uh, they 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 go on Zoom calls, and uh, they. Uh, Here's they, the thing about it: the COVID protocols have made this team tighter, right? Because there's no outside. There's very little outside influences. I can't say no, uh, but. This yeah. team is really one about um, pulling together and being together. Uh, uh, you know, I mean, and, and it, it's amazing because when I talk with Terrell and he talks about how there, there's fears of, of, you know, interaction with other people is so very limited and how everybody is really working hard to stay within the protocols because they've really got a feeling of, how one guy depends on the other, who depends on the other. Uh, the Mike Tomlin, yeah. if one fails, we all fail type of mantra that awesome. he he, he put, submits all the time. I mean, the fact of the matter is he's got these guys yeah. buying into it and believing. So that's where I think a yeah. lot of their strength comes from. Right. Uh, oh, that, that pumps me up. That pumps me up. Uh, just one last, one more last comment before I go. Yeah, on uh, Gary Dulac, you know, when I was watching the replays of uh, Big Ben, wow. His arm is really strong. Yeah, he threw some. He threw some needles in between three receivers that I haven't seen in a long time. Right, right. I was like, right. I mean, he stepped right into it, and I was like, whoa, whoa that was fast. Yeah. Yes. So, Yes, one of, the thought, one of the things, yeah. watch watch when Ben gets his snap to throw is just unbelievable. Yeah, he, he's yeah. it's a West Coast offense. It's okay, a West Coast okay. offense. All right, yeah. just stop it. He, yeah. You know, he sets yeah. up quick and he delivers quick and he's uh, he, he's got a feet, uh, he's got the he footwork. He delivers the ball yeah. so very fast, he does. Four interceptions. I mean, yeah. that's amazing. That's amazing. So, hey, we're winning. That's all I can say. Love you guys, and God bless. God bless, uh, love bro. you. Love you, Doug. Take care, man. Take care, uh, buddy. Man. Do we have time for another call? Uh, all right. Uh, let's go to CR uh, in Chicago. CR, welcome to the locker room. 
Hey, good morning, you two old folks. It's y'all sitting in Chicago. How the heck is everybody doing this morning? Fabulous, brother. Fabulous. Better than we deserve. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, yeah. for sure. Okay, all right. Hey, hey, Whoop, I'm still sad about, about yesterday, brother. That 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 three hundred, man. I tell you. I'm not at all, because look my heart. I had it. I I was lined up, I had it, and then I had to work Tuesday night. And you know, part of my do- job duties was eating. So I love it. What are you gonna do? I love it. I love it. He you know, when when uh, uh, Wolf eats, he doesn't uh, get disappointed. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, I wanna uh, give a shout out to our uh, inside the locker room, uh, Baker's Dirty Dozen Plus. Hey guys, it's been one month uh, today. Actually, we started this uh, uh, following up on this in uh, Monday, ten nineteen, and uh, so today is uh, Thursday, eleven nineteen. That's still a month. And we've, uh, like I said, we got 28 countries plus Guam, and we got a total of 73 people. So that's that's exciting to hear everybody calling every day and and just uh, I tell you, it, it just makes your day, man. If you're still a fan, this is the way to go. We have I a lot of fun, up. man. We have a lot of fun. Oh yeah, we do, man. We do, and so many interesting people with so many different points <laughs> of perspectives. And um, I think the biggest thing, though, is the the love that so many people have for for the Steelers. And specifically for you guys, for um, you know, as a player and now as an announcer, uh, plus you know your your faith and your walk and and just how you touch so many lives in so many different ways. Uh, hey man, we appreciate you guys. And without without the insight through you, uh, none of us would be able to uh, enjoy this this Steelers team as much as we do, man. Just just thank you for that. Well, um, also got to give also got to give my plug in for iHeartRadio. You know the fourth step. First one, you got a, the iHeartRadio app on your phone, then you got to download SNR, which is Steelers Nation Radio on that app, then download Inside the Locker Room with Touch and Wolf. But most important, you got to call that number at 412-919-1316. We have to hurry, and, uh, CR, because um, we're down under a minute. Sorry. Okay. Well, um, I just uh, you know, think that, that we're going to make it work. I don't think we're going to – I know uh, they've had our number here for a while, but uh, this 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 year is a whole different year. Everything is um, uh, predicated on on the COVID nineteen, and I think uh, what it's going to be, it's going to be. So hey, I'm gonna back out, let you guys go. I know you got a, a, a against this break. In the meantime, and in COVID nineteen between time nine and zero, here we go. <laughs> Still is here we Thanks, go. Thanks, Cr. Appreciate you, brother. Thanks, Cr. We're going to take a break. Uh, he's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in the locker room, and we'll be back with. Uh, we'll be back after this. Whoop. And, and we start every Wednesday workday 
uh, with ball handling and ball security drills for those that throw it, catch it, run it. Um, it's just a, a part of our culture, just like uh, pursuing and working to take care of the ball on the other side. We believe that those two things work hand in hand and, and discussions are, are just the very beginnings of it. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So, uh, Mike Tomlin was talking about uh, ball security, and uh, they, they do that uh, Wednesday. Uh, they do uh, a bunch of ball security, and uh, they also uh, start stripping the ball on Wednesday. Right. Yeah. Um, all the all the fundamentals they keep going over and over and over. And I always say the fundamentals you have to keep going over. Yeah. Just like you put a stain down on a hardwood floor, because every time that you go over it, uh, you harden it. You 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 create that reaction more right. and more and drive it deeper into your nervous system. And that's what it takes. You yeah. Know? And you've got to be making sure that you're you're constantly challenging yourself to focus and pay attention on those fundamentals because. Right. That is something that is just so it's, – it's, it's what the basis of every great team is. Chuck always used to say that great players were just guys that did the fundamentals better right. than all, everybody else. Technique, technique, technique. Right. All right, uh, let's go to the phones. Uh, Juan in Charleston, South Carolina. Juan, welcome to the locker room. Hey, good morning, guys. How y'all doing? Good. We're fine, brother. How are you? How are you doing, buddy? Doing great, doing great. Shout out to my crew, the thirty thousand bakers. Plus one, shout out to those guys. All right. Hey, thanks. Guess what came to my phone this morning? Thanks on my two year memory. What's that? The picture me and Tanks took in uh, Jacksonville. Oh, how about yeah, that? Yeah, we we we. Uh... We, we when we were were meeting uh, at Jacksonville, right? At that the thing, we were we were. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, um let's get to the. Hey, field. where was I, I at? I was I was down on the field. Where was I at? Why did I miss you? You 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 didn't go. You did. You didn't came to the party. You, uh, that's when you had the knee was acting up for you. You see your knee was swelling up. So oh, didn't I didn't go down on the night. field. That's right. Yeah. Oh my yeah, goodness, yeah. that was that was the year when my knee was all messed up. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you didn't go to the uh, uh, place. Uh, I, I saw. Uh, right, right. Yeah, no, yeah. because I, I forgot about my knee because my knee's been right. feeling so great. Yeah. How, how's the knee anyway, Wolf? How's Man, it's fabulous, doing? brother. It's absolutely fabulous. You know, I think I get back and do some heavy squatting. Right. <laughs> right up till ah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I think it was um, Bishop who called yesterday. Was talking about Ben for comeback player of the year. Um, I'm just want to throw it out there. They're not going to give it to Ben. They're going to give it to Alex Smith because you got to think about it. the guy missed two years and all this and all the pain he went through. They just they just want to give it to him no matter what because the play in the game you almost lost your leg. They're going to get enough cover to him. What you guys think about that? Well, it's the what he overcame after the injury. I mean, it was the. 30-some surgeries he had 18, or whatever. 18, 18 surgeries. How, <laughs> after 10, who cares, right? Yeah. I mean, that's enough. The fact is uh, he's overcome so very much in after the field. But the other thing you got to look at with Ben, I mean, Alex Smith never achieved the heights that Ben has. Right. You know, and that to me, yeah. that's also something. If he goes on to the Super Bowl, 
uh, it would win the Super Bowl. There's no way you can take it. You, you cannot vote for him for that. Right. I mean that that's just that's just too good. I don't care how many surgeries you've had uh, to go from being knocked out of last year to coming back, and then if you would win the Super Bowl, my goodness, that's that, yeah, yeah, that's a story that wrote itself. That's, true. that's right. Yeah, I'm on board with that too. Like I like I keep saying, I'm not worried about all these awards. I'm just we just worry about one thing: the Super Bowl. That's the icing on the cake for That's man. it, buddy. Right, we we are Super Bowl bound. <laughs> what else yeah. you got? So uh, I guess I have to wait to the March with you guys because you say you're having a discounting report. You have to see what we got with these guys here. But I do like um, the running back. I. That guy is kind of good, so we have to watch out for that guy. Robinson is very good. You yeah, know, he's got a four-four average right now. He goes. He's also good catching the ball. He went to Illinois yeah. State, and I played him. You didn't play him. No, no, I played <laughs> Illinois State. I was gonna say hello. Let me, hey, Mister Turtlehead, there. You, how long have you been retired? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Wolf, he's thinking he's 20 years old. Yeah, you know what? He's he's just getting all frisky and everything else, you know? Yeah. I I, I feel like I'm just cresting the downhill so fast. It's like, wow. You know? (laughs) Once you hit, you know, there's something about hitting 60. That once you hit that, yeah, you forget. There's, yeah, you forget everything. Yeah, th- there's no doubt about it. It's like when you get, I get near the guys and you hear the the, the cracking of the pads, you know, even from over there. And I sit there and I go, I don't know if I ever really did that. Maybe that was all just an illusion. <laughs> it looks far too violent for me now. <laughs> hey, hey, well, you'll be scared. You'll be scared right about yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Right? I don't want any of that. <laughs> I'll take up miniature all golf right, again. Guys. All right. All right, guys. I'll let you guys. Appreciate it, brother. One. God bless you guys. God bless. Right, Tune God in tomorrow bless. when we put yeah. out the scouting report, okay? All right. Let's okay. go let's go to Harry in Texas. Harry, uh, welcome to the locker room. What's going on, guys? Yeah. We're just wrapping it up, brother. Yeah. How you doing? Uh could be better. Sitting in sixty degree weather though. I rode that in the uh Euler the other day. Yeah. When you guys when you guys got snow. Oh yeah. Yeah. He goes, I hate you guys I hate you guys in Texas. <laughs> I was like, sorry, sorry. That's what happens when you live in the northeast. <laughs> yeah. I, now how often does do you get snow in Texas? <laughs> we haven't had it in like three years. Really? Okay. And they, well, shut the, they shut the state down when that happens because you see in Texas. <laughs> oh, well. All right. So, where in Texas are you? Denton. Denton. Now, where is that? Is that north, south, east, west, central? It's north. It's, north, it's 40, uh, 41 miles north of De- Dallas. Oh, okay. All right. It's, uh, what is it, east of Fort Worth? Okay. We got gotcha. you. Relatively speaking. So come on yeah, ahead. What do you got, my friend? What about Ben for MVP? Forget comeback player of the year. Right. MVP, I see. Yeah. No question that would – he's definitely – in my. He's. let me put it this way. Somebody just give him a vote. Yeah. All right. How do you go into your 17th year and you've not yet, oh. with the great career Ben's had, you don't even get an MVP vote? Not one. Come well, on. Well, well, he's going to get – I think he's going to get one this year. Because it, it, let's say they roll out uh, Aaron Rodgers and 
Fitzpatrick and Lamar, they're having okay seasons. But for Ben to win games and go 9-0 and and not get a vote. That's crazy somebody, if you ask me. Yeah, somebody on that uh, committee needs to have their head examined. <laughs> I know they're anti-Pittsburgh. I know they're, they're anti-Pittsburgh. All these awards are anti-Pittsburgh. AB could, AB could have won it the year he, uh, what was it, 17, 16, 17, when he had those about almost 1,500-yard seasons. But, yeah. no, you know, I think the committees are against Pittsburgh. Plain and simple. Well, <laughs> just look at the Hall of Fame, man. You know, I mean, the Steelers could have their own a separate wing in there in the in the Hall of Bus. Andy Russell's not in there, right? I know. Yeah. LC, there's a number. Andy, so. Andy deserves to be in there too, right? Absolutely. So does, so does your your boy Allen. No question about it. I mean, he's he's quickly becoming the Donnie Shell of of uh, today. You know, I mean, Donnie well, took Donnie too long to be put in there. Didn't didn't isn't Allen one of the finalists for next year? I believe so. You know that's how, that's how many seasons. I mean, how many years in a row he's been? It's it's been a number of them, and I'm not sure exactly what the the ramifications. If it uh, you know if it's his fifth year of eligibility or something. There's all these crazy rules. The fact of the matter is, we talked to Allen though earlier this year at the start of the season, and one of the things we talked to him about was the fact how hard it is on him, his family, and uh, the whole rigmarole of going through the process of Hall of Fame, being in the room, and then not getting the the stupid knock when you know this guy is is more worthy than 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 just about anybody this past year yeah it's just ridiculous most most definitely most definitely i think i think they need to just go ahead and give him the vote or we put more uh pittsburgh uh press on the uh committee (laughs) (laughs) i like it i like your thinking brother well you guys have a good day thank you so much can't wait to see the scouting report for tomorrow Sounds good. Tune in. All right, buddy. Thank, Thank you, you, brother. Thank you. All right, so we got one minute left, Chaluch. So uh, we get to go down. We're going to watch practice. Right. Uh, add to what we need to put into the practice report tomorrow. And um, I don't know. I'm a little hungry. Yeah. Are you going home for lunch? No, I got a I got a lunch bag. Oh, you got a lunch bag. Yeah. Somebody's got a lunch bag. You know what I learned in school today? What? Sharing. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Absolutely. Sure. All right. All right. Yeah, you know how I'll goes. give you a candy bar. All right. Sounds good. All right. Want to thank everybody for tuning in. We appreciate you yeah. so much. We know that you got a lot of other things that you could be doing, but thank you for spending the time with us. Yes. It's Tunch and Wolf in the locker God room. God bless you guys. God bless, and we'll be back tomorrow.